Well, praise the Lord and God bless you this evening and welcome to the Tabernacle Deliverance Sunday evening service. I'm Pastor Wells and I'm excited about what God is doing for us, with us, through us, as always in the midst of us, regardless of what's going on around us today. And as we all know, there's a lot of stuff going on around us today. Not a little, but a lot. So I'm excited about what God is doing for us, through us, with us, and in the midst of us. That's just something to think about that God is working with us. I'm just excited today because God woke me up this morning. He started me on my way. He didn't have to. Looking at the things that's going on today in the world, looking at uh, 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 the racial shooting in uh, Buffalo, New York, for no reason, a man goes in and starts shooting up people because he has a racist manifesto or how you want to get rid of uh, black folks. Amen. Because some psycho uh, 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 TV guy is running around teaching this nonsense. But what I like about this, he ain't getting away because he's going to stand before God for that. Amen. So um, Amen. one of the things I would like to talk to you about today is God's mercy. Mercy Amen. is Amen. what I want to talk to you about. Uh, uh, what I want to talk to you about today uh, is uh, uh, is God's mercies. Amen. Let's see what's going on here. What's, uh, um, oh, I'm sorry. Today I got to I'm going to change it. It's not. Uh, it's showing up for Wednesday night Bible study. This is uh, Sunday service. I forgot to do change the topic, but I will change it later. This is Sunday evening service. Amen. Five fifteen twenty twenty two. I I I guess this Russian trying to get to the service. Anyway, I bow your heads and let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come before you, ask you to forgive us for our sins and cleanse our heart, minds, and soul. I thank you for your mercies. I thank you for your kindness, and I thank you for your wonderful works to us children of men. I ask that you touch every level soul under the sound of my voice and break every yoke in their life, meet the needs in their life, in their lives, save, deliver, and make free. In Jesus' name, amen. Get your Bible. Today, we're talking about mercy. All right, mercy. Mercies is something that everybody needs God's mercy. None of us are above needing God's mercy. I don't care what your position in life is. I don't care how much money you have. None of that stuff matters when it comes down to to righteousness, the righteousness of God and God's mercy being applied to our lives these days. Get your Bible and go with me to Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse three, and verse 4. Look at that verse. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 4. I always use the King James Version Bible. It said, But with God, but God who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us. Let me read it again. But God who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us. Notice it says God is rich in mercy. God's not poor in mercy. He's not a poor God. I know, I, I, I know that um the prosperity preachers today 
They talk about God wants you to be rich. God, first of all, God himself is rich. He's rich in mercy. He's rich in kindness. He's rich in salvation. Oh, it just goes on. He's a rich God. But this verse of scripture here is telling us, look at that verse. Always get your Bible and follow along with preaching and make sure they preach it to you from the Bible because they could be giving you a scripture that don't exist. Someone may come out and say, "Go, I'm going to be reading from the book of uh, 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 um, uh, 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 I forgot his name. But anyway, that's where we're going to be reading from. That's what some of them would do. And you don't catch it. And he'll leave a guy and then he'll go there to get verse 5. And he'll quote some verse that don't even exist. And everybody will be saying amen. Amen. Actually, a preacher did that in the revival. He quoted some scripture while he was preaching. And the pastor looked at him like him even insane. He was quoting some scripture that didn't exist. So be aware. Stick with the Bible. Read what the preachers are saying. Follow along with these preachers. I don't care who they are. Okay, let's go back over it. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4 said, King James Version said, But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith? He loved us. With his great love, wherewith? See, a lot of people don't know that. People are looking for love. I remember many, many years ago, there was a young lady that worked on the street team with us. And she gave a testimony how she got messed up in the Catholic church. She got messed up in this church. She got messed up in that church. She was just getting messed up everywhere. All because she was looking for love. She looked for love. She thought the leaders were going to show her godly love, but they told her sexual love. They just jacked up. All along, she was trying to find God's love. It happens. People get messed up because they're trying to find God's love and why not find up fleshly love? Oil's love. Not a gobby kind of love. Amen. But God, who's rich in mercy, will shed his mercies towards you so you can find them. <laughs> Sometimes God will overlook everything you're doing to get your attention so he can save you through his mercy. Because the scripture says, listen to this one more time. For God who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us. His love wherewith he loved us. Some of us don't love ourselves. Some of us talk so negative about ourselves, so we don't love ourselves. Stop talking negative about yourself and realize that God does love you. And his mercy is available for you. I'll say it again. God's mercy is available for you. Amen. God's mercy is available for you. Regardless. See, as long as God, I want you to listen to this. As long as God is trying to get your attention, you got a chance. Well, God don't want to bother with you. You ain't got no chance. You ain't got no chance for eternal life. You ain't got no chance for salvation when God don't want to bother with you no more. When God rebukes you, when God chastises you, when God is knocking at the door of your heart, he's trying to get your attention. He's trying to save you. He's trying to save the day. Does he know and you don't? 
Let's move on. Let's go to Romans chapter 11. Romans chapter 11. Romans chapter 11. And verse 32. Romans chapter 11 and verse 32. Look what it says. Listen to that verse. But when we are judged, we are chancing of the Lord that we should not be condemned with the world. Yeah, that when we are chastened of the Lord, but when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord that we should not be condemned with the world. God don't want us to be lost. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry, I'm reading the wrong verse. That's first Corinthians. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, you look at my wife, even looking at me. I'm sorry, but that verse also pertains to that. That's through his mercy. Okay, let's go to Romans 11 and um, uh, 32. I don't know how I got that verse there. 11 verse 32. There you go. There you go. That's what I want. Okay, there we go. Verse 32 of Romans 11 32 said, For God hath concluded that all are all in belief, concluded that them all in belief that he might have mercy upon all. Now, God came to a concluded conclusion, okay? Verse 32 of chapter 11 of Romans. For God hath concluded them all in unbelief that he might have mercy upon all, that he might have mercy. The only way that some of us was going to ever see salvation from God is God coming to a conclusion that everybody was living in unbelief. Not some people. If he does the based on some people, then a lot of people wasn't going to be saved. Amen, amen. But because he came to the conclusion, you know what? These people say they believe in me. These people say they trust me, but they really don't. This guy have a little belief. That guy got an ounce of belief. That guy got no belief in me. However, I conclude them on all unbelief. But because they're all in unbelief, now I can show mercy to them. Now I can show them a way of salvation. Now I can show them a way of escape through Jesus Christ. But the thing here is, God had to come to conclusion about us. Of course we can't come to that conclusion. Well, I want to tell you something. I had the opportunity. Come here, to me, it's a blessing. I went to buy, don't laugh. I went to buy some of my favorite cookies. I went to the store to buy my favorite cookies on, uh, on Friday. I think it was Friday, right? Friday. I've been trying to get these cookies and I can't find them. Last time I got them for Christmas. Uh, I'm having a problem finding them. I went to order some and I thought I was going to get them and they still didn't have them. But I'm going to get in touch with the company. I'm going to get them soon, eventually. All right, that's not what I want to bring out here. I went in the store 
to get the cookies, and the cookie shelves were just about empty. I came out before I walked and saw a store. I seen this man standing out there, and I just went about my business. I came back out. He said something to me. So I turned around and said, what? What you say? Blah, blah, blah. And I started talking to him. Started talking about the Lord. Come to find out the man lost his job in 2020, got lost his apartment in not too long ago. So now he's homeless, living in the dirt in the street, and he told me some stuff. So the whole thing here was, I told him, God is showing you mercy by the people that stopping by putting money in your hand. Now all these other people walking by you, they're not even thinking about you. They sticking their money in their pocket and they're going about their business. But there are some people coming by and putting $5 or $10 in there. I would actually watch people do this. The thing about this was God was actually showing this man mercy because I see many people out there holding out cups begging and they want to get nothing. But God showed this man mercy on Friday. He's standing there, not holding a cup, just asking somebody to give some change. They wasn't giving change. They were giving five to $10 bills. I was, I was more me. Of course, I took out what I had in my wallet and gave them, but that wasn't the point. That's what I was trying to bring out. I said, let me tell you something. He said something startling to me. He said, you know, when I was a kid, they used to call me Miracle Mike. I said, yeah, you you need a miracle right now. God's performing one. God's doing one for you. Come to find out the man was Jewish. That's even more mind-blowing. Mind blowing. So I prayed with him, and he gave his life to the Lord. But he said something very interesting after that. He said, well, you know, I'm skeptical about things. He had no idea half the world is skeptical. <laughs> He's not the only person skeptical because God concluded all under belief. He didn't conclude all of us in unbelief. So he wasn't alone. This man wasn't alone in unbelief. This man wasn't alone in being a skeptic. But I told him, I said, I'll tell you what. You believe that prayer we just prayed, God's going to change your life. He'll provide you with a home. Yes, he will. He's already providing for food for his belly. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me? He's providing him, showing mercy to this man, providing him with food for his belly. Because that's God. Because that's God. I've been by someone, come on, all of us have been walked by somebody holding out a cup of somebody asking for change. And wasn't getting nothing. But here, this man, people coming by, giving him $5, all the change that they money, cash money they had from coming out of the store. I was marveling. Because that's God showing mercy. Because that man need to eat. Because that's how you can't stay out here. You can't stay out here. God got to open the door for you for somewhere to stay. Because number one, the winter is passing. It's going to get super hot out here. Bad enough in the wintertime, you're freezing. You, you, you will be passing out in this heat. God's mercy. God concluded all of us in unbelief. All of us, not some of us. You and your filthy self-righteousness think you're so righteous, but God still concluded you in unbelief. He still concluded you in unbelief. Could you believe what you want to? Ah, again, a lot of people. Well, I don't believe that part of the Bible. Well, I don't believe this. 
Well, I don't believe that's why he concluded us all in unbelief. I, well, I believe Jesus went to the cross, but I don't think we need to. I don't believe we need to live holy and all that stuff that they talking about and praying and fasting. I don't think they need, we need to do all that stuff. I think that's for the old church. And then somebody else come and say, well, I don't believe God performed miracles. I know he used to do it back in the Bible time, but he don't perform miracles. Those people faking it. God concluded all of us in unbelief that he might show us his mercy. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me today. God show you mercy when you get in your car, when you walk down that street, when you could have been killed. Go just look on YouTube and check out the many videos they have of unusual, crazy accidents. Car accidents, truck accidents. People getting hit. Minding their business. Some people be missing getting hit by an inch. So I make believe it's for real. But this verse, for God have concluded them all in unbelief that he might have mercy upon us. Amen. Now check this out. You gotta be willing to accept his mercy. Just like the young man on Friday, he had to accept the prayer. He said, I believe in God. Yeah. I said, but do you know him? No, I don't know him, but I believe in him. Or at least he was honest. He said two honest things. Most people don't. I'm skeptical, number one, and I don't know God. And I believe in him, but I don't know him. God could work with this man. Why? Because he's humbled himself in the truth and say, yes, I'm skeptical at times. Yeah. But he don't know half the world is skeptical. He don't know that even the devil believes in God and trembles, according to the scriptures. Mercy from God is upon him given, not us. Not us. It's not based on us. We don't deserve mercy. I don't know why people think that God, God don't have to do anything but be God. Oh, uh, y'all don't understand what I'm saying. God don't have to be nothing and do nothing but be God all by himself. You know what they hope you? I want to say something interesting. I was reading a, uh, the story, the brief story about the shooting in my uh, the supermarket in Buffalo. That's interesting. The young couple drove up in their car. And they seen this young fella, white guy, come out the, uh, the store with a shotgun. First, he stuck it to his head, and, and then whatever, somebody did some other stuff. And they were shocked. They said, he can't, this guy can't be doing it. They had no idea what took place. But perhaps if they came five minutes earlier, walked in the store, they would have got shot. On his way out, he might have pumped some bullets into them. So I want to tell you something about life that some of y'all will never listen. All the time. It doesn't mean you have to be on time. Sometimes God will hold you back and keep you from an accident. That's right. I know some people, I'm never late. I never late. I got to go. I got to go. Sometimes God says, stop, stop, stop. Slow down. Some of y'all like to fly down the highway nonstop. And you won't stop. And God says, stop, stop, stop. I want to save your life. I'm at it many a times when I'm driving. 
All of a sudden, sometimes I start driving slow. I don't ask me why. But then you see a car fly by me. You got to let God lead you. Oh, I want to tell you something. God don't just lead safe folks. God don't just use safe folks. <laughs> People think they do, but he don't. He uses who, who will make themselves available. And the devil tries that same number. God's mercy will flow on a person, whether they saved or not, because God sees what we don't. God sees the whole picture about the person and he'll show that person mercy even though you think they don't deserve mercy. First of all, it's not in our place to think anybody deserves mercy. It's not in our place to think that Joe, Mary, or Harry deserve mercy because this person smells good, look good, dress good. That doesn't mean they need mercy and the person that don't have none, don't smell all that great, don't look all that great, don't have all those fancy clothes and they don't deserve mercy. Uh -uh. God don't work like we do. God's mercy worked the way he wanted to. Let's move on. Let's go to Psalms 103 real quick. Psalms 103. God's mercy does not work the way we work. And that's where a lot of problems come in. Because a lot of people want God to do things their way. And it's never going to happen. He say, I'm the Lord thy God. Not change not. Not us. We change like the weather, some of us. Psalms 103 and 11 says, As for the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy to them that fear him. I'm going to read it again. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that love him. Oh, glory to God. When you love God, his mercy is, oh, his mercy the great towards you. Hallelujah. His mercy the flow towards you. God's mercy is hallelujah. Hallelujah. His mercy is glory. Hallelujah. His mercy will move. Hallelujah. In your behalf. Amen. 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 He will send forth his mercy. He will send forth his mercy. Not yours. Not Mary's. Not Joe's. Not Harry. Not your pastors. Not your friends. But his. The mercies of God. Hallelujah. There's something about that. The mercies of God. The mercy of God, hallelujah, will flow towards you when you fear him. There's some people that call themselves Christians, have no fear of God in their life whatsoever. And there's people that don't know God at all and don't claim to be a, a Christian. They fear God to the maximum. My mother used to tell me something. She told me one day, she said, Bernard, there are people that don't know God that's not saved, will never do some of the dirty stuff that so-called saved people will do. And I was trying to tell her, I was trying to correct her and tell her she was wrong in a sort of sense, but she was 100% right in a whole sense. Because there are people that are not saved, will never do some of the low stuff so-called saved people do. And then try and justify. You don't believe me? Go read the story of David and Bathsheba. 
Yeah. Go read the story about David and Bathsheba. You'll see a so-called man that loved God wouldn't do what he wanted to do. And he caused a major chain reaction. And it wasn't good. The mercies of God is not to be taken for granted. Oh, you got to understand what I'm saying here. When God show you mercy, accept it. Amen. When God shows you his glorious mercy and his kindness and his greatness towards you, don't push it. Don't push God's mercies away from your life. Hallelujah. Don't push God's mercy away and his grace from your life by you being stubborn and rebellious. Die, listen in the day. You got to really want to serve God. You got to really want to live for God. Ah, no, I'm not a great singer i'm not a great preacher and all that i'm that's i'm that's that's not me i'm just me i sing some songs you probably put your fingers in your ear and hope to god you're to hear it and the message is like oh you're always saying something bad about us i am gonna keep saying stuff bad about you because stop doing bad <laughs> stop doing bad <laughs> beloved Hollywood has corrupted our heads and our lives. We watch all this space age stuff and all the spy stuff and all, but yet we won't accept what God's word says. The Bible said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall stand forever. This is not a white man's Bible. This is not a black man's Bible. This is God's word. I hear people saying, well, I'm not, well, some black folks say, I'm not letting those white folks mess my head up with that, that Bible stuff. And then the white folks saying, I'm not, I'm not following that stuff. Some black folks saying, I ain't got that, 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 I ain't want none of that stuff. You're both wrong. You're both going to be lost, except you repent of your sin. Except you get your life in line with God's word, you will be lost. You can turn the channel if you want, but it's not going to change the fact that you must be born again, Amen. that you must be saved, that you must repent of your sin, that Amen. you must give your life to Jesus Christ and allow him to guide you and lead you. He said, behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me. You have to be in line with God. Don't be one of the uh, five foolish versions. Now, use a boy, you are you? Uh, yeah, I probably don't even understand. You got to be willing to obey what God's word says, just like it say in this verse here. You have to obey God's word willingly from your heart. Verse 11 again. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. Do you fear the Lord? See, that's the thing. Let me pray. Y'all watching the TV broadcast. Father, in Jesus' name, every liberal soul that's watching this television broadcast right now, I ask you to touch their hearts, their minds, save, deliver, and make free. I ask that you strengthen them to understand your word and open their understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. You have to be willing to be. See, the thing here is God is constantly offering a personal relationship for each one of us. 
But the question do we want? The question is, do we really want to be touched by God's mercy? Do we really want God's mercy applied to our lives? Do we really want God's power in our life? Do we want to be kept by the power of God from harm and danger? Now, I can't say the people that was in that Buffalo store were saved or not, because I don't know that. That's not what this is about. This is about some people in there that God's mercy happened to fall on them and they didn't get shot. And some did. Some died. I heard, I think about 10 people already died. Some people were walking around the store, minding their business, shopping, buying food, and this guy comes in there filled up with the devil. We need to have God's mercy applied on our lives every single day, every moment, every moment, 24 hours a day. We need that social, we need that security. We need God's security. We need God's bodyguards. We need bodyguards from heaven. We need that mercy protection. I'm, I'm telling you, this is what we need today. As we walk around, we drive around. You need God's mercy Amen. abiding on your life. I'm not making it up. You need God's mercy. Amen. Mercy. Who wants to really get to know what God's mercy is for their life? It's, 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 it's a tough thing to think about. Come on, come on, come on. Move that out the way. Move that out the way. Clear the way. Clear the way. Let's clear the way and understand that God's mercy needs to be applied to not only our lives, our job, and our own. Some of y'all mess up on your job. You need God's mercy. Some of y'all steal from your job. You need God's mercy. So they don't fight when they should. Some of y'all cheat on your husband and your wife and try to hide it. And then when they do come out, it's a major mess and sometimes can't be fixed. We need God's mercy to guide us each day. We need God's mercy to work with us. So we don't miss out on eternal life. We need God's mercies to mold us so we can make right, better decisions in what we do. We need God's mercy to, to elevate our mind. We need God's mercy to, to help us, to direct us, because that's what mercy do. Mercy makes the difference. Oh, y'all ain't there. Y'all ain't understanding me about mercy today. Mercy, oh my goodness, mercy is what makes the difference. Mercy is what will make the difference of you surviving or dying. Boy, see, the mercy of God is what's going to help you get where you're going. Are you going to be lost? A lot of people take the mercy of God as a joke and say, ah, oh, whatever, whatever, not realizing that without God's mercy, we're not going to make it. We're not, we're not, we're not. You may run into somebody. Uh, not all, all the week. Uh, um, the man was ran up on me, trying to run on the back of my car, and I said, "I'll come out this car and kick your butt." I was gonna beat him up. Now, now I want you to listen to this. Oh, this is Pastor Wells talking about. No, that wasn't Pastor Wells. That was Bernard. 
Well, Lord was upset because he was going to hit my car. And he was doing it deliberately. However, something kept me in the car. And it wasn't me. I was mumbling and grumbling. Ah, God is nervous running about my car. It's God's mercies I didn't get out of the car. Because I probably would have looked the worst. God's mercy is what we need. Without God's mercies, your life will diminish. I heard a preacher say something one time that was really interesting. He said, you don't know how many times the angels of God in the background when working in your behalf to keep you from getting in car accident, from keep you from getting hurt, from keep you from getting shot. Different things happen. They want to block while working in your behalf. I remember years ago when I first got saved. And I was walking out in the street one time. And the bus was coming. I'll never forget that. The bus was coming. And I was walking out in front of the bus. I don't know where that bus came from, but it was coming. Something turned me around. Just like this. Made a reverse turn. And the bus went my God's mercy, not me. God's mercy, not me. Amen. God's mercy wants to work with us. God wants to send his mercy. Remember the verse here is saying, let's look at the verse one more time. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. You got to fear God. If you really want God to work with you, you have to fear him. Amen. That's where we make a mistake. We keep trying to do everything ourselves. We keep trying to do this whole thing ourselves. Lucy, we're trying to do everything ourselves instead of waiting and working and waiting on God. Oh, as Pastor T say, God is waiting on us. Until we get our act together. Until we get in the place where God can actually deal with us one-on-one. -on -one. He has to send mercy. Amen. He had to send his mercies to help us. He had to send his mercies to guide us. He had to say, guys, this is his, this is how this works. Israel, if you learn about Israel in the Old Testament, Israel consistently had God mercy work with them. And because God mercy worked with them, they didn't deserve it. Oh, you got to read the Bible. They didn't actually deserve his mercies. They were doing the opposite of what he said. And he still showed that mercy. How they wound up in Egypt? Because they wasn't doing what God said do. Then after the hardship got so bad on them, then they cried on and cried out to oh God, oh Father, oh Father, God, help us. They mean us. And God showed mercy. He sent Moses them. They wasn't happy about Moses coming. <laughs> That's another thing. God sent Moses. They still wasn't happy. God brought them out of Egypt. They still wasn't happy. 
God said, I'm going to give you the promised land. They said, no, that's what I want. I want to go back to Egypt. That's us. That's how we work the same way uh, Israel. Israel operated that way, and so do we. Amen. We do it our way. We're going to do what we want to do according to what we want to do. We're going to do it our way. Amen. And we're going to pay a high price. And Israel, if you know the story, they paid a very high price. They, you could see, you could push away God's mercy. You can actually push away God's mercy. You could cause God's mercy to reject you and move far away. Not want to deal with you. They won't want to bother with you. Amen. Because the more God show you mercy, the more you're going to do despite unto him. The more you do despite unto the spirit of grace. After why God. You ever notice how some people show no mercy at all? Not no mercy. I was dealing with a situation business-wise. One person didn't want to talk to me at all on the phone. I mean, I, she just I, she said, I got to go and just click. But the Lord had me call somebody else and somebody else had and took time to talk with me. It's who, who, who God is working with. God ain't working with everybody. Right. It's who God going to touch that mercy and help you with what you need. That's why we need to acknowledge. You know what? One of the reasons people miss when God's mercy, mercy is operating for them because they do not acknowledge God. The Bible says acknowledge God in all your ways and he will direct your path. And that includes walking with his mercies guiding you. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Let's take an example. You driving on a highway, your tire blow up. Boom! It's going to take God's mercy for you to get over to the uh, over to the other side. You you ride all the way on the other side. You got to get all the way over to the right. And all those cars are flying by you and coming right up on you. The tire blown out. Now you got a problem. You need God's mercy to help guide you across to the side. Now you're going to be dead. One of them cars going to knock you to tomorrow. I'm telling you. We need God's mercy. We need God's mercy. You can't buy it. You can't hire it. You can't claim it. He is the one that is rich in mercy. Isn't that something? He is the one that's rich in mercy. Oh, glory to God. What I like about God, you can't buy him out. You can buy some preachers out. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, sure. You got those preachers that you give them the right amount of money. They won't talk about you committing adultery. They won't talk about you gambling. They won't talk about you being a homosexual or bisexual. And I, they ain't saying none of that stuff because they don't want to offend you. Well, I got news for you. If I'm with one person, 10,000 people or a million people, I'm still going to tell you you need to get right. Amen. Because I want God's mercy on me. See, you can't get too big where uh, you think you're above God. You're a fool when you do that. Thank you. He said, uh, 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 the fool that said is not, in his heart, there is no God. They're corrupt and have done already done abominable stuff. Yeah. God's mercy. 
You don't have to know everything about God to receive his mercies on your life. Amen. You do not have to know everything about God to receive his mercies on your life. You don't. Amen. You don't have to know God everything to receive his mercy. Amen. You don't. When I first got saved, I had to learn who God was. And to be honest with you, I really didn't know nothing about mercies. I don't know about no God mercies back then. I'm just getting saved. I don't know about God mercy. Even though I told you a story about the about, about the Lord turning me from getting hit by the bus. I was saved. Oh, yes, I was. Amen. It was just God's mercy. But I really didn't know much about God's mercy. I didn't. It's the truth. I didn't know much about God's mercy. There was no way I could have talked to anybody about God's mercy, even though God was showing me mercy, I didn't know. But when you take God's mercies for granted, you ask him for trouble. Let's move on. This will be a two-part message. Part two will be next week. Okay, Psalms 123. I don't know what's happening with your two-part messages. I don't know. I don't know, but let's keep moving. Psalms 123 and 3. Well, the deeper depths and higher height. Oh, my God. Psalms 123 and 3. Listen to this. This verse here, I looked up one of the words in this verse. It's really interesting. Okay. Psalms 123 and 3 says, Have mercy upon us, O Lord. Have mercy upon us, for we are exceedingly filled with contempt. I'm going to read again. Have mercy upon us, O Lord. Have mercy upon us, for we are exceedingly filled with contempt. I looked up the word contempt. And it's interesting. Yeah, contempt means that people despise them. Treat them mean, disregard them. And a lot of us today are that way. A lot of people mistreat you, disrespect you. But you have to want God to have mercy on you that you don't mistreat them. Oh, yeah, the scripture talks about you reap what you sow. Then let God take care of that with them. Don't try to punish them. Jesus said, I come to you. Listen to that. A lot of people make a mistake. They read these scriptures and not listen to what they're saying. Jesus said, I come that you might have life. M-I-G-H-T. Amen. Okay, I just said might, right? Okay, he said that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. We're not talking about money. I, I can't stress this enough when I quote that scripture. People keep thinking that it's houses and cars, and it's not. That's materialistic stuff. Anybody, you don't got to be saved to get that. You don't have to be saved to get no new car. You don't have to be saved to uh, buy stock and, and go IPO and you make millions of dollars from it. You don't have to be saved. That's materialistic stuff. 
It's true. I'm not kidding you. People go to these false prophets that are, are, are prosperity ministries and stuff and give them all their money and they tell them all this stuff and they don't even realize God wants to already bless them. Amen. You don't have to give me no thousand dollars for God to bless you. You could give me a thousand dollars for the ministry, fine. But that's not guaranteeing you no million dollars. I know they run around teaching you God's going to give you a hundredfold. God can't give everybody a hundredfold. He's not a liar. God don't lie. If there's a hundred people in that building and a hundred people give a hundred dollars and the preacher get up and say, God, I'm going to pray that God get every one of you a hundredfold back. He's a lying prophet. Because the Bible makes it plain. He gives back some. Never all. Why? Because that's what he said. That's God. Amen. See, that's what it is. Well, why can't God give everybody a hundred to fall back? That's his business. Why don't you take it up personally with him? Get to know him and ask him. God's mercy. This verse here. They say, have mercy upon us, O Lord, have mercy upon us, but we are exceedingly, exceedingly beyond measure, filled with contempt, but people feel mixed up and down on us, talking trash about us. We need your mercy to keep us from Amen. sinning. Amen. Y'all hear me now, right? Oh, you get me. You need God's mercies. Could you feel with contempt on your job? You want to knock your boss out. Some of you wives want to go upside your husband's head because he keep wasting the money or she keep wasting the money. Amen. You come home. I, 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 I got to tell you a story. I love to tell a story. I was in the I was in Macy's years ago. And uh, no, no, it was a store called Alexander's. It wasn't Macy's. I never forgot that. They had bought all this Christmas stuff for their kids. I mean, they had two carts loaded with gifts. I mean, loaded. I was just looking at them. So they went up to the register, and the man pulls out the credit card, Alexander card, and gives it to them. No, regular credit card, gave it to them, and they swiped. And she said, the lady, the, 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 the register uh, uh, cashier said, oh, excuse me. She said it quietly, excuse me, your card was declined. So we said, no, 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 there's money on it. Swipe it again. So she swiped it again, and it was a client. So we looked at it white. I said, honey, um, uh, the car's not working. I gave you the money to pay the bill. Oh, <laughs> I forgot to pay the bill. I used the money for something else. You used $5,000 like that? Oh, what did you buy? She used, she ran the credit card up herself. He was giving her money to pay the card. And she never paid the bill. She did something out with the money. I don't know if he ever, she ever told him, but that man's face was ready to beat. And I know it's only God's mercy he didn't hit her. Because you could look in his face. That man was, number one, he was in the store. He was embarrassed that his wife didn't pay the bill and the card is getting declined. He's on a long line. He got two shopping carts full of stuff. And his wife smiled and said, I didn't pay the bill. I'm not going to lie. If it was me and I wasn't saved, it would have been a mess. I would have told her off in that store if I wasn't saved. 
I, well, I'm not a big, I've never been a person to cuss people out, but I still would have told her off. But she just embarrassed me. Embarrassed me. Now, my wife is that way. She, if I go in the store and she says she ain't got money to buy something, I'm putting stuff in the car. I'm going to get that look from her. She gives me that look that I'm in trouble. She's not going to argue with me in the store. But you know what she's going to tell me? She said, either you're going to put it back or you're paying for it because I don't got the money for it. That's what she's going to give me that look. When I get that look, I know I'm in trouble. I played a game with her one time and I kept putting stuff in the cart. And she already told me she didn't have the money for it. But I knew I had the money. But I didn't let her know I had the money. I was just playing one of my little scams on her. And she, I could see her face was getting up. Oh, boy. she was, Her face was puffing up and she was getting upset. And she was giving me that eye. Come on, y'all married folks. Know how that works now. Husband and wife be that eye. They're going to go upside your head. <clears throat> so we got to the register. She said, I told you I had no money for that stuff. I said, so? I just pulled out my car and swiped. <laughs> I got my free <laughs> without getting choked. But Amen. This woman caused this man to really be upset because he gave her the money. She did whatever she wanted to do with it. And then he was embarrassing the store. I'm saved or not. The Bible said, be angry and sin not. So you're going to get upset. Don't tell me you saved. You're going to start speaking and songs and shouting when your wife spent the money that you gave her to pay the bill or your husband spent the money that you were supposed to pay the bill with. You're going to be shouting and jumping up and down. No. You're going to want to go upside their head. This is going to jack your credit up a little more. God's mercy is there for us. When we're on a job, when we're dealing with home, you, you really have to ask him to learn to ask God to shed his mercies on you the way I ask God to give me wisdom. I always tell that corny story about me asking God for mercy about 10 or 15 years nonstop. Oh, God, I need mercy. And two, oh, God, I need mercy. And two, one day, God spoke to me. I was sitting in the chair and said, why don't you use the wisdom I gave you already? I'm asking me for it. And I'm like, I got wisdom. Yeah, you got to use it. And the same thing with mercy. Some of y'all got mercy, don't use it. Some of y'all need God more of God's mercy. Don't lose out with God for your neglect of using the mercies that he's given you already. I, I'm, I'm telling you, a lot of y'all get in your car to go places in the morning. And go places, sometimes going to church. Oh, even going to church, you better take God's mercy with you today. It's not like 30, 40 years ago. You better take God's mercy with you when you go to church because the devil don't regard the church in the first place. He'll come in your church and shoot it up, blow it up, cut it up. He don't regard us. You got to take God with you in the building. We are the church, so you got to take the church. You got to take God, mercy in that building where you're going to worship. I don't care where you worship at. I don't care if you worship in the temple. I don't care if you worship in holy, holy, holy tabernacle. I don't care. You got to take God, mercies with you. Those people in that Buffalo supermarket had no idea they were going to die. Just shut up. People were going about their daily business. They weren't bothering nobody. <coughs> they weren't bothering the soul. They were just going about their daily business. Shopping. We live in so a lot of people saying this is uh what they say, what Pastor T was saying, this is um 
Brian Times, no, she didn't say Brian Page. She said something else. Mm -hmm. Uncertain times. I want to tell you something. These times are really not uncertain. These are the last days. I'm certain. These are not really uncertain times. These are the last days, and all this crazy stuff you see happening is going to keep on happening. That spirit of racism is real. I don't care what nobody around us. There's no racism. Black folks just keep saying it's racism. It's racism. It's a demon spirit sent from hell that obliterate through people. Amen. And you got black, black racists too. Hello. Amen. It ain't no, it's not a white people thing. It's a spirit thing. Oh, yeah, you got black races. Oh, yeah, you got Spanish races. Oh, yeah, you got Indian races. Oh, yeah, you got, yeah, they're all over. It's a spirit operating through people. Amen. They feed on all this on racist talk. Those people ain't looking for God's mercy. They're looking for the devil operations. I don't bite my tongue. That's the demon spirit from hell that the Satan has sent to consistently destroy life and the lives of the people that he uses. That's why we need God's mercies on our lives every single day. I, I, don't, I don't trust people. I'm not a big trust in mankind. I'm sorry, I trust God. And I don't run from the devil because he's going to jump on somebody else. That spirit going to jump on somebody else. Let's look at that verse one more time. <clears throat> Psalms 123 and 3 says, Have mercy upon us, O Lord. Have mercy upon us, for we are exceedingly filled with contempt. That's us today. Now those people that went to the supermarket to buy food, has been murdered. Some of them now have children. Some of them have children that's now wondering why, what happened? Why did mommy die? What did she do? She just went to buy me some milk. She went to buy me some bread. What did she do? I hate racism. I hate that spirit. <clears throat> and what happens, how it works, it works on weak-minded people. Hmm? That's why the scripture said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. That spirit works on weak-minded people, and they start eating away at them, and they do all this crazy stuff. And then some of these. Uh, uh, a TV newscaster, a uh, uh, program uh, uh, people, who, uh, they, they push that stuff. But God is going to pay them back for their crimes. Nobody gets away. Amen. Oh, yeah, I'm upset about this. It's true. Because I can't, I'm not, I'm not accepting the fact that some of these people now have children without parents. Amen. And they run around saying, oh, uh, the black community, fatherless. Look what you just did! Amen. We'll make some of them fatherless. Whether you're white, black, green, or Chinese, or Russian, or whatever, we all need God's mercy. Amen. We're filled with contempt. 
Because the people are constantly doing stuff to destroy us. The enemy is constantly sending people to destroy the black community, to destroy the white community, to destroy the Hispanic community. It's the devil's doing this stuff. Sending drones in all these communities to destroy people. We need God's mercy. That song says, Mercy rewrote my life is important. Next week, maybe I'll sing it. But we need to understand something about God's mercy. Because we are living in the very last days, closing hours before the return of the Lord. The enemy is going to constantly do things to interject himself. Amen. <clears throat> we have to allow God's mercies to consistently abide with us. We have to watch what we do. We have to watch what we say. We have to watch where we go. We have to allow God's mercies to work with us. Every step of the way. I'm not kidding you. Mercy isn't a race thing. Mercy is from God. Racism is from the devil. If most people knew the truth about the enemy, if most people knew the truth about how when Satan got kicked out of heaven, he lost his eternal status. Oh, most people don't understand this. There was no mercy for him. He was a created being. He wasn't a living soul. He lost his status before God. Amen. He lost out. He lost out. And when he lost out, he took one third of the angels with him. And nobody knows how many that he. And the thing about that, they became demon spirits and imps for him. All of them lost their eternal status. They no longer would feel the joy of the Lord and be in his glorious presence. No mercy would be shown to them because of what they've done. We as living souls, we just live in this body. We got to make sure we receive God's mercy in our life every single day. God's mercy is real. But you know what? Remember the verse I just told you? That God said he had to conclude everybody in unbelief. That he might show us his mercy. That he might grant us his mercy. He had to first conclude us all in unbelief before he could grant us his mercy. And this is the thing that God wanted to do. God wanted to grant us his mercy. It's also always something God wanted to do. But here's now that he's granted out his mercy to us, to us through Jesus Christ. Here's the thing. Yet today, and has been going on since Christ rose from the dead, people have still rejected him. I mean, I mean, you got people that go to church faithfully still won't get saved. They will not give their life to the Lord. They do it religiously because mommy told them to go to church. 
You got preachers preaching that still don't know God's mercy, have never accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. Never! My brother told me the story of the preacher that was preaching, pastoring for 25 years. And after 25 years, he finally got saved. My brother was stunned when he heard the preacher say that. He's been pastoring the church for 25 years, just misleading people, having a field day. And he gets saved. What about all those souls? The Bible said to the soul that innocent shall die, it shall not tarry in God's sight. We all need God's mercies to abide with us each day. I'm, I'm serious. We need God's mercies to abide with us each day because we live in, in that day. These are, I'm going to say this again. These are not uncertain times. These are the last days. Amen. You know what? I want to say this. I remember this when I first got saved. They used to talk about in the book of Revelation. I want you to listen to this. In the book of Revelation, they were talking about how God's two witnesses will be laid out and on the street. And the whole world would see it. People used to laugh at that. Hear me, Daddy? People used to laugh at that. Say, nah, they don't know. That's see, I told you that the Bible don't know what they're talking about. How how the whole world gonna see two people laying out in the street? Here it is, twenty twenty two. I duo with people. I zoom with what is it? Zoom, zoom with people. Uh, you could you they got all kind of technology now. Where you could press a button. And the whole world will see what's going on. Santa. Right. Okay, you, you could do all this stuff. And uh, the television networks could beam through their satellites. And the whole world will see. That's how I, that's another reason why I know God's word is true. Because God already said it in his word. Amen. We're talking about 35 years ago. Almost 40 years ago when people was talking about this when I first got saved. They were saying, that's stupid. How, how are people going to see two witnesses laying out in the street saying, I don't know what it's talking about. Here we are. We in the day where you can see what's going on in Ukraine and you in the United States. Amen. I'm in my home and I could go and see live action going on in Ukraine. Amen. Or Russia or wherever, wherever it's being filmed at. God's mercy is real. We are in the last days. And it's only God's mercies that abides with us, that's going to keep us safe. Nothing else. God's mercy and grace is going to keep us safe. I'm deeply hurt about hearing what happened in uh, 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 Buffalo, New York, because some of those people just went in there minding their business Sunday morning, Saturday, to go buy food or whatever they were doing, some workers or whatever. And someone come filled up with the devil. See, this is not, to me, it's not, to me, I don't look at it as white people, black people. I look at it as a demon spirit, that spirit of racism. Just the way people promote that spirit of homosexuality, that, that spirit of prostitution, and all that. So those are spirits. People promote that stuff. That's what the pimps do. They promote that whoredom, that spirit of whoredom. And people promote that spirit racism. They get on TV and do it. Amen. And they look for the weak-minded to gobble it up. Yeah. Hmm? The Bible said be strong in your mind. That's why he said let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus 
You got to know, get to know. Don't stop following along with everything preachers say and start reading the Bible for yourself and see what it's really saying. It's really sad because God's mercies is there for us and some of us take it for granted. Maybe some of them people went in the store that was in that store was already told they need to get right with God and they laughed it off. I'm just giving an example. They laughed it off. I know the story of a young girl that lives here where we live. Her parents put her, put her on punishment about something that she did wrong. And her friends called her, come on, let's go, let's go driving, let's go. She snuck out the window or however she got out the house. Died, I think within an hour or two after that, in a car accident. And the police come to the door, knock on the, the woman's door, the mother's door. And they're saying, are, are you so-and-so? Uh, so and so's mother? Yes. Well, I'm sorry to tell you that your daughter passed away. She said, no, you have the wrong person. My daughter's upstairs in the room. They go upstairs. Her daughter's gone. When God offers you an olive branch of mercy, take it. When God offers you an olive branch of mercy, take it. Because None of us is guaranteed tomorrow. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I don't like to scare people. I like to tell you the truth. Not a soul on this planet. I don't care what stock you buy. When I used to work in a bank, they used to buy stocks for 30 and 40 years in the future. I was like, wow, I don't think those people are going to be alive. Then, no, they wasn't. They were buying to get their children. I guess. Or maybe they were hoping they would be alive. But when God gives you, offers you his mercy, hey, Wear it as a badge and a jacket to protect you as you go about your daily living. This message on mercy may not be filled with a lot of yummy stuff that everybody want to hear. And of course, I have a squeaky voice and whatever, whatever. I just tell you the truth. Because if the truth can't make you free, nothing can. My desire for everybody that watch this broadcast or listen to the podcast, watch us on YouTube or Twitter is that God would work with you and you would allow God, actually you allow, God wants to work with you. God wants to save you. God wants to deliver you. God wants to bless your life. But however, you have to be willing. The Bible says if you be willing and obedient, you need to go to the land. You have to be willing. And allow God to work with you. Well, what's going on in your life? And today, if there's anybody watching this broadcast today, and don't know God and the pardon of your sins or you need prayer in your life, let's pray now. Let's pray right this minute. If you ain't saved, let's pray right this minute and get saved. I don't have to save him grace, but he does. So let's pray. Repeat after me, Lord Jesus. Come on, come on, Lord Jesus. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Have mercy on me. Me. Have mercy on me. Save me. Heal my body of whatever I'm going through in my health. Save me from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. I thank you for dying on the cross and rising on the third day for me. Thank you for showing me your mercies today. Thank you for coming into my life and saving me today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now listen. It's a simple prayer. You believe it. Christ is coming to your life.
You got to be willing to allow God's mercies to work with you. You got to be willing to let God deal with you and show you which way to do. You need to go do what to do. You need to get you a nice, good Bible. You can always write us. And if you don't have one, we can send you a Bible. Or you can download the Bible on your phone or your tablet or computer, whatever you have. I stick with the King James Version. You could also download the King James Version Bible. It's time to get serious with God. It's time to get down to business with God. Stop playing laddie daddy game. You could visit our website, www.tabernacleofdeliveranceinc.org. You can leave a prayer request. You can leave a testimony. And you also can be a partner, come a partner and help us uh, uh, financially keep us on the tele television and our podcast that way. Everything else, we don't pay for Twitter, we don't pay for YouTube, but we pay for everything else. We pay for the streaming service we use as separate. Uh, we pay for the television broadcast and we pay for the podcast that we have. And now we're paying for a 24-hour Bible study channel that will be released, uh, I think, in a week or so. Or maybe on the 1st of June, it'll be released. I'll give you an information there. We have Bible study on Wednesday night at 8, 8.15 p.m. Every Wednesday night we have Bible study at 8, 15 p.m. And like once we release the 24-hour channel for Bible study, the only Bible study 24 hours, you'll be able to go to that channel and get a uh, watch any brother Bible study you have. You can always go to the website, www.topidacordeliveranceinc.org, and you can pull down each Bible study lesson for all the lessons and all the services we have on the 24-hour channel. Until next Sunday evening, 5 15 p.m make sure you have god's mercies working in your life make sure god is working with you and make sure you obey what god's word say remember you can email us uh you can send us a message we're always listening to help you and pray for you i'll see you next week